everybody. Valerie V Show. And today we are interviewing Lee Horner with Cinzy. And I've been talking about this for a long time. I know that you guys all understand that telehealth and virtual health um, is really taking off. It's never going to get, there's never going to be less of it. There's probably always going to be more of this. So we're here today to learn from Lee Horner, CEO of Cinzi. He has a very long and, and prestigious background. I'm not going to go into all that because I've already posted a ton of things, um, but he's going to tell us all about Cinzi and their telehealth and all the cool virtual stuff they're doing. So welcome, Lee. Thank you very much for having me, Valerie. Oh, and thanks for being here. And so why don't you start by telling us what is the history of Cinzi? Yeah, so uh, I founded the organization actually in March of 2016 under a division of Stratus Video. We actually started as Stratus Video Telehealth Division, and uh, I was fortunate enough to grow the business. And uh, in late 2017, we decided to make the decision to form a new company, uh, which we named Cinzi, uh, and took on new equity and uh, have really been exploding ever since. So really January of 2018, we launched a new brand and uh, things have just been exciting. As you mentioned, this market is incredibly exciting right now and there's a lot of really neat things going on. Yes. And I know a lot of home health agencies are probably knowing and, and sort of like reading all about this and thinking we got to get into it. We got to get into it, but they have no idea how to even start doing virtual visits. So how can home health agencies use the Cinzi platform to increase staff productivity? Just use it in general. Yeah, so uh, it's a great question, and it's what we get hit with every single day. Uh, I think, you know, the first thing is be smart. Uh, when you're looking at making investments in technology, there's a couple key factors that we really focused on when we started in this marketplace that we thought would drive significant value both to the organizations that were looking to use the technology and especially the patients, right? Because at the end of the day, it is about the patient experience and being able to use technology to provide an equal experience as if you're in person, right? So uh, one of the things that we really always talk about is keeping it simple. And, uh, you know, that's what we really pride ourselves on. We've built a platform that's allowed for organizations to really take advantage of our technology. Uh, and it's really because we're keeping it simple to where patients will adopt it. Uh, they're able to use it. Uh, it's simple to access. It has low costs associated with it, and it provides high value. And uh, it's really, you know, taking over. Um, you know, we're starting to see not necessarily the replacement of, of organizations using, you know, individuals and nurse practitioners or RNs to go to patients' home or care management, but really to supplement and augment it, uh, the ability to just, you know, be able to put a set of eyes on the patient more frequently, uh, but not necessarily have to be there in person and get in the car and drive to that person's facility is really what's driving the change. Awesome. And so that leads me to how can home health agencies continue to deliver that compassionate care? Because we know that, you know, that that one on one care is still important. But how can they do that while using a video based platform? Yeah. So, uh, you know, what we found is, again, if you kind of fall back on, you know, keeping it simple. So first thing from a patient perspective, uh, you not only have to have technology that works and it's easy to use, 
but you don't you don't use necessarily proprietary hardware. So we run on everyday you know devices. Uh, people that you know use their iPhones or their Android devices or a Windows device. We run on all of that. So from a patient perspective, uh, really, it's the ability to you know, speak with their care team or care coordination team uh, out of the convenience of their own home without necessarily having to, you know, be at a scheduled appointment or wait for someone to be there, but the ability to maybe they have a question or they're not feeling well that day and maybe the care team is not supposed to be on site, the ability to be able to access those individuals uh, with a simple click of a button and those individuals be able to put a set of eyes on the patient becomes really powerful for both organizations. That is super nice. I know, um, you know, having, we've, you know, my husband and I have had very limited experience. I'm a nurse by trade, but home health care in our home has been very limited. He had surgery one time, had to have home health care. And boy, would I have loved to have been able to just hit the button and say, what do you think this is? Or is this okay? You know, I'm doing this right. Well, you're not here. I don't want you to come here. I don't want you to have to schedule another visit, but just tell me if this looks okay. (laughs) And so that would be awesome. Uh, (laughs) So, so how, okay. So let's talk about home health agency staff members, because again, that nurse didn't have to make another trip to my house after hours. I just would love to have been able to turn that iPad around and say, is this okay? Um, without her having to get in the car. So how will the platform enhance the quality of life and job satisfaction for home health staff? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, this idea of today, what we've learned is that, you know, staff spend many, many hours a day just commuting from from patients home to home, right? Mm-hmm. And that's very strenuous and tedious, and it puts a lot of strain and pressure on the individual that's caring for the patient themselves, So the idea of, you know, that care manager or the home health individual supporting that patient, being able to be, you know, at a stationary location, one, they can provide a better quality of care, which is easier for them because they're not having to, you know, get in their car and deal with, you know, either commuting traffic or things that are challenging and the risk and the liability around that. The second piece is, uh, you know, they're able to see more patients. And what's really starting to drive things, as you know, is, you know, there's less population in regards to RNs and physician staff in order to support the growing population that we have. So we have to get more, you know, economically savvy around both what we're providing, but also the economics of scale of how do we provide more with less. Uh, And that's really what we're seeing. We're seeing, you know, these organizations be able to do three or four times the amount of work and it's less stress on the individual that's trying to support those patients. Absolutely. Drive time is huge, especially in big metro areas or even in rural areas where you have to drive 50 miles to get to a patient or 25 miles. But in in urban areas, we're talking about traffic and transportation issues and it's never ending. And it always it's always getting a little bit worse in the urban areas. So, okay, so let's talk about return on investment. If a home health care agency is going to invest in a platform like this? What is the return on investment when using vir- using virtual care communication platforms like Cinzi? Yeah, so we, we obviously work hand in hand with these organizations every day to really understand where the real value is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in, in many cases, there's reimbursement models, but where we're, where we're seeing the biggest return, to be perfectly honest, is going back to, you know, the piece that we just spoke on. And that is, the ability for organizations to leverage their staff to be able to keep them stationary 
and be able to see, in many cases, three and sometimes four patients in the time it takes them to see one. So the economies of scale with that itself is tremendous. Then you also have to take into consideration from a company perspective, the costs associated with mileage and transportation around mileage. And in addition to that, the liability of the individual that's driving from location to location. When you add all of that up and you really look at what's happening, we see anywhere on the low end three times your return. In many cases, it's five or six or even more. Uh, and that's just scratching the surface on, you know, how we really look at return on investment. You start to apply the reimbursement model and the ability to, you know, basically remove and remitigate the remittance component of where there's a lot of costs associated with that to both home health organizations and hospitals. All of a sudden you start to have a pretty sizable ROI associated with everything we do. Absolutely, especially those large hospital organizations or even small that that helping folks stay home, get past that thirty day mark, uh, avoiding those readmissions that is that is huge, and being yeah. able to see someone and know just by seeing them, yeah, they really do need somebody to come out there right now, or well you'll be okay, just you know <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be all right um, but in ju- you know there's there really is uh I, I just amazing the technology and how we've advanced and teaching seniors um, or, you know, I'm sure we see all kinds of folks. I mean, my husband's not a senior yet, um, but teaching folks how to use these platforms doesn't have to be that difficult. Um, it's not the challenge that it used to be. Uh, so if they have any kind of device, and that's what I also like, you said, if they have any kind of device, maybe it's a smartphone, maybe it's an iPad, maybe it's a laptop, they can use the Cinzi system with that. It's not a specific device they have to have. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and it was intentional, right? A lot of organizations to support, support specific OSs or specific types of devices. And when you start to look at the population across the U.S. and the world, right, you have a really, really, you know, diverse demographic around technology that's being used. <laughs> Uh, and you add that to one other facet that we really focus on, and that's it's not just about having the device that you're trying to use, but we also you know, have found a way to provide high-quality video services across low bandwidth cellular. And when you start to look at those rural areas that you talked about, there was a lot of limiters in years past where people were trying to use video technology. They would have to be either on Wi-Fi or dedicated connections now, with our technology, we can run on 3G communication across a cellular connection and put, you know, not only two people on a video call, but three and four people on a video call simultaneously. It's really yeah. in the way it's being delivered. Uh, absolutely. And, and you know, I, it, it's amazing, too. If, you've, if you travel at all, you know that there, especially if you travel to rural areas, you know that where there used to be no cell service, typically now there is a cell tower within reach. There is a, most of the time we are we are to the point where there are more and more cell towers going up, so you don't lose that connectivity the way you used to. I know there are still spots that are dead, even in the middle of town, but but for the most part, um, we can connect with each other. Uh, we just took an eleven-hour road trip with the kids, and they may have been without Wi-Fi for fifteen minutes of the whole trip. And we went through some re- really rural areas, and of course, they hollered as soon as the Wi-Fi was down. So I knew that, but yeah, um, but but we we were in some really rural parts of Mississippi, um, going down to the Gulf Shores area, and they had Wi-Fi the whole time, very good Wi-Fi. Yep. So 
Absolutely, it's, it's becoming more commonplace. Okay, so what are some examples of CINSI's partners and or use cases as it relates to home health care? Tell us about that. Yeah, so I mean, we're, we're obviously partnering across the country. We talked a little bit. Uh, we did a press release just recently with an organization out of Florida, Home Health Organization, that, you know, basically spans the entire state of Florida uh, named Trilogy. And, uh, you know, Trilogy uh, is using us for multiple different communication components. Uh, you know, they're using us both, as we've talked about a lot here, from a virtual perspective to be able to deliver, you know, the ability to connect video communication with patients and caregivers, but they're also using us for a communication platform that allows us to send out notifications, whether that be just an, from an engagement perspective of wishing, you know, their patient and members happy birthday during that period or notifying them of it's flu season and think about getting a flu shot. Uh, just that, you know, steady, constant contact with patients and keeping them engaged and being able to use an automated platform like ours to be able to deliver that has really boosted value. It's their outliers, but what they really drive are brand awareness and patient satisfaction, right? So it's great to have a video com- component, but there's also different modalities and different ways to continue to help drive patient satisfaction and branding. Um, you know, there's an organization in California that we use that, as you mentioned, uh, you know, they allot 45 minutes each each commute. So a round trip commute for them is an hour and a half per mm. LPN in order to go see a patient. And that excludes, you know, the ability just to spend the time with the patient. So in all, it's an hour and a half for them to be able to, or I'm sorry, almost two hours to do a full commute of to the patient's house and back and actually spend enough quality time with the patient. Uh, So again, being able to, again, not replace, but subsidize the ability to maybe be able to see that patient two or three times a week versus in some cases only one time a week has become really, really important and really valuable to the organizations. I like what you mentioned about the um, brand awareness because reaching out all those touch points, whether you're texting me or sending me, um, you know, a, a short video or you're communicating with me, I, everybody, you know, not everybody, most of us are on our mobile device all day long. And so when you get a, te- I get a text from somebody, I am much more likely to either A, read it or B, answer it than I am even a voicemail. Um, I'll always listen to my voicemail, but I I see that instantly. And if there's a link associated with it and I can go schedule an appointment real quick to get a flu shot or just get in the car and go, then I'm much more likely to do that. So I think the brand awareness part from my marketing background, that that part really is exciting. I love the fact that, that they can use it for more than just the virtual visits. This is really neat. I mean, there's a lot more to this than just virtual visits. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you take it one step further, right, the beauty of our technology and what we really focus on is the behavior of the patient. Everyone talks about, you know, how it facilitates better communication and better video, but you also have to understand how patients behave. And the things that we really start to look at is different demographics and cohorts of patient Mm -hmm. populations respond differently based on the modality that you use. But some folks really love the idea of using texting, as you described, right? The ability to get a text, click a link, and route to, you know, scheduling a flu shot is very important. Others like the idea of being able to do a video call and just have the conversation with someone, right? Others like email. Me, personally, I don't. I'm not a big email fan because uh, you get thousands of them during the yeah. day. 
but you know, I'm on the tech side as well, but understanding that, that, you know, that behavior of how patients want to be communicated with instead of the days of the past where we just, you know, we communicated one way and, you know, we were all about the organization, how the organization communicated. I start to talk about things called choice and patients are looking for that. They're looking for choice. They're looking for convenience. They're looking for things that will allow their lives to be more effective and really fall in with how they live their lives day in and day out. Right. And imagine a big hospital system or even a small one who owns many, many doctors or physician practices being able to text all the patients and say, it's flu season, it's time. Um, A home health agency doing it is awesome. But having our our hospitals understand the importance of some of that communication choice stuff is is amazing. I mean, for that would, I mean, I wish our hospitals would would text me and remind me that it's time to blah, 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 or whatever. So, or text me appointment reminders even. Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, I, I just think this is amazing. I'm so glad that you came on the show to talk to us all about this. It's, it's the virtual visit stuff is so important. It's going to be important moving forward. Um, can you tell me, is there a specific size of home health care agency that really benefits the most from Cinzi, or can it be a small all the way up to, you know, 20, 30, 40 million in billing? Or, or is there a size that really fits the Cinzi model better? Yeah, there's really not. And we kind of intentionally did that, right? Uh, Again, we we took the approach of, you know, keep it simple. And when you think about engaging with patients and allowing patients to use the technology, uh, you know, from a staff perspective or an organization perspective, we work with very small organizations and we work with the largest of the large. And, uh, you know, that was intentionally done. you know, we wanted to make sure that patient care is just important. So, you know, why not allow patient care to work in a small home health organization as well as a large home health organization? Uh, you know, and taking that technology further is ultimately our goal, right? It's how do we continue to provide technology to individuals that traditionally may have had a tough time being able to get the right care to now being able to provide them that care and not really looking at it from a discrimination of whether they're in a rural community or in a high populated area, the ability to support all patients equally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very nice that a small home health care organization can benefit from this and use it and afford it and see a return on investment just as much as a big one can. Uh, because even from a, you know, not only for a patient care perspective, but from a marketing perspective, this is going to start to become something people are looking for. Can you can we do visits virtually? Um, and it's just going to become commonplace. So the more folks you engage with Cinzi and get enrolled in that system, the better their marketing will be, the better that message will resonate with people who are used to being able to do everything as much as possible doing stuff virtually. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Lee, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to put this video out there for all of our folks to see. It'll also be in our Home Care Daily newsletter. So thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show today, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. If you have a big announcement, let us know. We'll get you back on the show. I will, Valerie. Thank you very much. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.